Welcome to the Flourish with Neural Retraining podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Neural Retraining and a certified MAP method practitioner specializing in anxiety, sensitivities, and chronic symptoms and health conditions. Join me for episode 63, where we talk with my client, Wendy, about her experience with the MAP method for chronic gut and immune issues and severe headaches hear about her experience and how her physical symptoms improved, along with other positive benefits, including more mental clarity and focus, personal insights, and a feeling of empowerment. The MAP method is an advanced method of neural retraining. It is the latest energy psychology method and advance over EMDR and tapping, or EFT. Sessions are done at a distance over Zoom video conference. Each session is focused on a topic, which you identify with the help of the practitioner. The sessions are generally meditative and relaxing. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only. As MAP method practitioners, we do not diagnose or treat disease. Instead, we work with the person and the personality to optimize health. Now, let's hear from Wendy. Well, welcome, Wendy. I'm so excited to have you join me on my podcast. It's very nice to have you come and tell us a little bit about your experiences with the MAP method. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Wendy, maybe you can just start out by telling us a little bit about how you heard about the MAP method and why you decided to try it. Well, I mean, it felt quite serendipitous for me to find out about the MAP method. I had been experiencing a number of health-related symptoms for a while that were challenging me, and I had tried a lot of different things, and I had come to the decision that there must be something subconsciously that was happening, that because I, you know, I tried therapy, I felt very mentally healthy, I tried some physical approaches, I tried functional medicine, you know, and I just felt like there's something happening that's in my body that I can't consciously access, and so I was just Google searching. Um, I was thinking, how do you access that subconscious part of oneself to try to address whatever might be happening in my body? Um, And actually, you popped up right away. Um, So that's how I, I mean, you were my introduction to the MAP method. Um, I found your podcast in Googling. I can't remember exactly the search terms that I was using but it must have been something about subconscious and health and 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 your podcast popped up. So I watched a couple of your episodes and I saw that you had a a link to sign up for a consultation with you and and that was how I found out. I hadn't I hadn't heard about it prior to that. Wow, okay. So you're the rare person that first. <laughs> I mean usually people hear about the map method in other ways and then they kind of like, you know, filter down. But yeah. Okay. Well, great. Um, when you came to the MAP method, and you talked about this a little bit, but like, what were you hoping to address? You talked about kind of like what you've tried in the past that 
maybe was helpful, but didn't like get to the root causes of what you were hoping, you know, to resolve. You know, when you heard about this method, what were you thinking, you know, you might be able to resolve by working with the subconscious mind directly? Well, what I think really resonated with me was some of the things that I read, both, you know, I, I read some stuff you had on your site. I also then did read more broadly about the MAP method. But what really resonated for me was I was aware that I'm a highly sensitive person. I have been my entire life, and I've struggled with a lot of different sensitivities to things my entire life. And I did have a more recent chapter with more health-related um, challenges related to my gut function, my bladder function, headaches. Um, so things that I had had over my lifetime, but I was having a particular flare up. But what really resonated, and I had restricted my diet quite a bit. And, you know, I was just feeling like this wasn't really working. And I would have periods of feeling better, but it would, you know, it would retreat again. And I just felt like there were you know, so I wanted to figure out like, wow, if there was something that could help me with the degree to which I am sensitive in the world generally, I think that was the thing that was most exciting. That And it felt like that connection um, between those physical health symptoms and that sort of, I don't know, personality or other kind of wiring. It does feel like just wiring. And it was so exciting to think about that there might be a way to address that wiring that has just always felt like me and who I am. And I, 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 there are assets, of course, to that, but there are also these major challenges and um, being able to like desensitize um, was particularly exciting. Uh, and I really, I wanted to, I mean, I think the gut function was probably the primary thing that was bothering me and the, you know, restricted diet and wanting to just be able to liberalize again. Um, so those were really the main things that I was attracted to. Yeah. And so now that you've been through, well, about four sessions, um, you know, what would you say has been the result? What have you noticed? What kinds of shifts or, you know, what has made you think, yeah, this is, this was, you know, this something positive for me. I mean, there, there are so many answers to that question because from the first session, I just, I felt like, oh my gosh, this was exactly what I was looking for. Um, and I felt, I mean, I, my, my gut function improved after the first session. Um, it was pretty dramatic um, right away. I mean, that was clear for me that that was like, okay, this is definitely working. I mean, in the first session that you do where you have, um, you know, your client focus on something emotional to be able to gauge what's happening in a way that's tangible for us. And so to go in with, you know, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to talk with you about. We went through a couple of, you know, sorry, it took a few minutes for me to work to the like thing that made the most sense to address um, but then to feel in that session that something that I had been dealing with that was emotionally charged for me and to feel that charge go down and be able to talk about a situation where at the beginning of a, I can't remember if it was 60 or 90 minute session, at the beginning of a 60 or 90 minute session to feel um, how emotional something was for me that I was, you know, tearing up a little bit, just telling you what was happening in the situation that we were going to address. And then in the end, to be able to talk about that situation feeling very empowered in in my own experience of that situation, seeing the situation from an entirely new perspective that, again, this was something I had talked through in talk therapy before for quite some time. 
And I knew intellectually um, where I was trying to get to, but I was not fully embodied there. And after one session, I mean, it was like I was completely there was, I mean, it felt miraculous, but it, it, and then, you know, and then the feeling during the session was also just, you know, I guess it feels like a relief of things happening. Um, So I, I, I think I lost my train of thought, but anyways, I don't remember where we started, but anyways, uh, the whole thing has been just, I mean, incredibly positive and ex- of an experience for me. And we did go through like different, each session we've kind of addressed. Some of them have been related. Ultimately, it feels like we get to the root of issues. And in terms of like the, the emotional ex- part of my life experiences, I would say, I mean, it's really felt unbelievable how quickly in our sessions we are getting to the roots of the patterns, the behavioral patterns that I established unconsciously as a young child and continued to live with without realizing or appreciating how I'm how those things are causing me stress. Um, and so whenever I've seen, you know, you see you see doctors or you read things and it's like, you know, there's stress, stress-related health issues. And it's like, well, I don't feel stressed because I've lived with it my entire life. I don't realize how I've established my patterns. I can't consciously address them or change them. So being able to work with the map method in this way, you know, it just feels like the the key to lifelong challenges across the emotional, mental, and physical realm. And it connects in a way that I didn't fully appreciate, despite reading a lot of things and understanding a lot of things, you know, so it's been amazing. Yeah. So you're one of the, I would say, more rare people that has, you know, that experiences physical changes, you know, and after the first session, this is not common. This is not common, though. Often it is sort of the kind of the gut issues or like sometimes it's the skin issues that will respond kind of earlier. Most of the time I do say, you know, like the first one to three sessions, we're kind of working more on an emotional, mental level. And then by session four, five, six, somewhere in there, we start to see shifts on a physical level and happen faster for you. And that was very encouraging for you. But I think even for the person that doesn't have that same experience that you did, I think it, it's still encouraging to be able to feel the emotional relief, you know, and to have that perspective shift that you're talking about and to be able to, you know, it's not just for the duration of the session is what I, you know, what I want to bring out here is like, you, you know, you start to show up in your life differently. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah, and I will say that, you know, while my my gut issues improved, it it has been, you know, I think we've done three or four sessions now and and, and it hasn't, you know, consistently stuck. Um, it's better overall. Um, but anyways, just to say, like I can tell that there are roller coasters a little bit and um and still work for me to do. But in terms of showing up differently, I think I think the thing that's interesting is it it does provide a sense of I mean, empowerment is such an overused term, but it does feel very empowering to be able to approach life, again, without feeling like a victim of my sensitivities or these other things that have challenged me in my life, but being able to 
see them from a different way, feel much more confident and comfortable um, with them and, and feel like they don't have to control me in negative ways. And I can then look at how I can use those things as assets in my life and not just feel like I keep waiting to receive the challenges that they that they bring to me. And I would definitely say that the overall feelings stick. I think I described at some point um, what the experience felt like was it was like a way of doing mental house cleaning mm. that otherwise, you know, I really couldn't figure out how to do. But I would say over the course of time since we've begun, my ability to to have attention and focus has really improved. I feel like some of the clutter that had I had accumulated in my brain has cleared out. So everything feels clearer. Um, and I have a much more firm sense of across the realm in work, in my, you know, personal life, you know, in my relationship with myself, I guess, like all of it feels much clearer. Like I have better focus and I feel more powerful in me being myself um, and then engaging in ways that feel healthy and productive. And I think um, it's interesting to me in terms of like it's how it all goes in a positive direction. <laughs> but I would say that it all feels very positive. I haven't noticed any ways in which um, anything that's happened has caused me concern. I feel more myself rather than like a you know, just a better version of myself, uh, growing into a better version of myself, I guess, is how I would describe it. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's, um, it, it, it sticks, it doesn't seem to retreat. I have used, um, you know, you provided audio files after um, the first session or two, I have, I have used those, I have found those to be extremely helpful. Um, again, just it reproduces um, the feeling in my brain that is very relaxing, um, which is what it feels like in the sessions, that sort of feeling of like decluttering, cleaning up, getting focus or clarity. It's hard to describe exactly what that feeling feels like. I guess there's a peacefulness to it um, that, you know, those um, audio files also seem to help to reproduce. And when I'm experiencing something that might be heading me down a path that might feel emotionally challenging or or one of the chronic physical issues that I struggle with coming up that you know those also seem to help so using that in between sessions has been really helpful yeah 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 and so yeah I like the way you talked about doing you know these sessions are kind of a way of doing mental house cleaning um, and you also talked about how you know the physical symptoms kind of wax and wane and this is this is very typical right so I, I like to describe the MAP method is not, it's not a miracle. <laughs> it is a process, right? Because by the time you've been alive for several decades, there are a lot of, um, you know, the especially when we're talking about physical symptoms, there are multiple roots to these physical symptoms. And so there well, there are often, I should say, multiple roots. Um, and so it can it can take the cumulative effect of several sessions to break down a pattern completely. So we may work on one, each, each session, we're kind of working on one route. You know, we kind of pick one topic, like you said, you come and you'll have a few different ideas and we kind of pick, we kind of figure out what the priority is for the session. 
you know, the session may be focused around a particular relationship challenge or a work challenge or a feeling of guilt or, you know, something else going on in your life that is weighing on you. And, and so this is like an entry point for us. It is a thread that your subconscious mind can follow to the original root cause, so to speak. And though we don't have to know what it is and at, at any point, um, you know, your subconscious mind seems to be able to trace that back and resolve, you know, some of the learned behaviors around it, right? Some of the programming around it. This may not make a lot of sense to people listening to the podcast if they've never experienced a MAP method session before, but it becomes clearer. Like I like to tell people, usually within three sessions, you know, if this is going to be a method that you want to pursue, you know, you'll have not that your physical symptoms will be gone, um, but emotionally, mentally, you're starting to observe shifts. You're starting to understand why you have some of the health challenges that you do. And you start, you're starting to understand the uh, magnitude of the, uh, you know, you talked about like personality and wiring, right? You know, like the, of, of the ways in which you may want to approach life differently that will be more empowering for you instead of, you know, just being laden with challenges and burdens. And so, um, yeah, I think that's what the MAP method, MAP method sessions offer us in, in, in terms of a, a way to start kind of unbundling these hidden sources of stress. You talked about, you know, how you understood that your physical symptoms could be a manifestation of stress in your life, but you had, you could, there was no clear way of figuring out how to dismantle that, right? And you know, through the map method and through a set of sessions focusing on different threads in each each time, it it is a, a way for us to be able to start to clear what I like to call like layers of subconscious stress because we all have, we all carry subconscious sources of stress. We don't know what they are because they are not apparent to the conscious mind. I mean, you may know, oh, I had a traumatic childhood or this traumatic thing happened to me, or I've been going through a lot of health issues or challenges. And, and those, you know, even just being someone who has gone through health issues and challenges, like those involve usually a series of traumas, really uh, painful emotional experiences. Right. And so you know, the, all of these, all of these are kind of like little arrows helping to point us to important things that we may need to address going on in the subconscious mind. But even if you don't know any of that, right, I work with plenty of people that say, well, I don't have that many memories from my childhood, you know, but I have these migraines or I have this, you know, th these, I have eczema or psoriasis or some kind of, you know, skin issue. Uh, I have gut issues. I have uh, asthma or trouble breathing. I have brain fog. I have chronic fatigue, right? I I don't work with formal diagnoses. I work with the symptoms. How is it? What is it in your life that is limiting you? You know? And so we, even if all you know is that there's a symptom and it's limiting me, or there's this 
conditioned behavior that I have and I can't stop it. Compulsivity, uh, a, a thought, you know, that I can't, I can't seem to, to let go of. Even that, that's enough for us to just to work on, you know, it's enough of a, a clue, a topic. Yeah. Do you want to comment on that a little bit or yeah, how, how you saw that showing up in your own sessions? Well, one of the things that we, what you just talked about was making me think about, I feel like the, um, you know, the medical model is, um, is not very respectful of people who struggle with chronic issues that are challenging for medicine to find the root cause of and diagnose and treat. And so as myself, someone who has had very odd reactions to viral infections and odd reactions to things. I mean, I've had gut issues since birth, but there was there hasn't been a lot of help from doctors and it has consistently felt frustrating. And like someone's accusing you of like something being all in your head in a very negative way. And I guess what I think of the MAP method is like, it's not, it's not, these things aren't in our heads, they're in our bodies. They're they're, they're intricate ways in which our nervous systems are responding to protect us, trying to do good for us, but actually, you know, creating some harms. And I feel like the MAP method then for those of us who struggle like that, where medicine can't really be helpful and often does cause emotional pain because you go to seek help and it's like, this problem is you. And you're like, well, <laughs> okay, that'd be great. But like everything that's accessible to me doesn't work to help it. And as far as I can tell, I'm doing everything I need to be doing for myself. I feel like this is, again, an empowering key to it is in our bodies. <laughs> And in a way that we can't tap into, there's no amount of conscious work that I think I could have done to get here. And I feel like it's then feels much more respectful. And like I said, empowering that like, yes, however I'm wired, whatever, and whatever has happened to me in my life created this set of conditions that resulted in these symptoms that I was having. And it's not because I'd done something wrong or I'm intentionally, you know, there's something wrong in my head. Like I'm, I'm such a mess. I can't, you know, think straight or whatever. Not that anyone in the world is, but just saying, you know, you start to feel like that's how people are treating you. And I feel like this is such a powerful way of, of saying, you know, it's like that, um, you know, the body keeps the score book, you know, like this is such a powerful way of accessing, like, yes, your body has kept the score. Your conscious mind can't really help you. I mean, maybe it can, but we're struggling scientifically with what that looks like. And this method feels like this is a really beautiful way that actually you can access that connection between our life experiences, our emotional wiring, our nervous systems, and our physical symptoms through how you can access the subconscious mind and go through these sessions. And like you said, like peel the layers, do the housekeeping um, that otherwise feels like really, I haven't found anything else that, you know, was able to help so easily, peacefully uh, in a way that feels good and is e really easy. So in that way, again, I, I hear you that this is no miracle, but it just does feel like something, you know, something's happening in a way that you could spend decades and 
lots of medical appointments and psychological appointments and nothing else really can do it. Um, and I would say for me, it's been, I, I can't remember three or four sessions, but like in that time, it feels like years worth of, I mean, after years of other things in three or four sessions, it's a dramatic difference, both emotionally, mentally, and physically. Yeah. Yeah. That's the potential of working with the subconscious mind, which people don't fully get, right? As you said, the medical model in the United States, you know, mm -hmm. so this is the unfortunate thing. Like we, we have invested, we as a society, as a culture have invested so much in this medical model that regards us, our bodies as kind of a mechanical system, very mechanical, right? And if they can't figure out what's broken, you know, through lab tests or physical assessment, it is frustrating, I think, to practitioners as well in this in this medical model, right? Because they are trained to look for what's broken and then fix it, either through surgery, uh, physical therapy, medications, or other you know other kinds of uh, therapeutics. And so, when when they can't when they can't correlate your your constellation of symptoms to a diagnosis then there is no, there's no recipe, you know? Um, and there are a lot of people with chronic symptoms that fall into that category, or maybe they have a diet, you know, maybe they get the diagnosis, but the diagnosis doesn't really lead to a very um, satisfying course of treatment, you know? And I feel like with the MAP method, we can start to, we can, you know, we can help people who are open to it, right? To start to start making these connections. Like, why do I have these symptoms, right? It's not that your body is broken. It's not like you were healthy and now you're not, and there's no way to get back to that state of health. It's like your subconscious mind runs all the systems of the body. It always has. This is one thing that should be taught in school, you know, from early grades. But we, because we, the subconscious mind has always been kind of a black box, you know, and we haven't had a good way to really engage with it, an easy, simple, efficient way to engage with it. It's always kind of pushed to the side. It's not acknowledged. It, it's not brought into the conversation. And some people are afraid of going into the subconscious mind. They don't want to know what lurks there. Well, I mean, you know, in map sessions, it's not like we're going to dredge up all the bad, you know, it, it's not like that. It's not like you have to relive the traumas or anything like that. You know, you if you want to work on a particular painful memory, like we do in the first session, like you talked about the very first session, the one hour session, the introductory session is we, we take a painful emotional memory and we have your subconscious mind heal it in the sense of the emotional intensity is is reduced we're not erasing the memory you still have the memory it's just that your feelings about it are different a different level of intensity by the end and you may have insights or new perspectives on that situation that also contribute to a feeling of being able to accept it 
more readily, you know, than maybe you were able to before. So yes, even in even in one session, um, we can we can you know resolve some of the painful emotional intensity around a known trauma. But even aside from that, you know, that's kind of like the demonstration session, right? Is MAP going to work for you? Aside from that, you know, we can take a number of different things as a topic for a session, including symptoms. And you and I did a session like that, you know, working with triggers for headaches. And in doing that, that can bring up things, you know, that maybe you didn't connect before, but you know, for, again, for the right person, you know, it is very reassuring, like, oh, I'm starting to understand, you know, why, why I have this symptom, why it's become chronic. And I'm starting to understand sort of how I've been living my life that, that laid the foundation for this, you know, and, and now I have, I have options, right? It's not about making people bad or wrong. Uh, It's not about blaming people for, you know, the issues that they've been living with, the challenges that they're facing. It's, it's really what I hope I can do as a MAP practitioner for every person that comes to see me is empower them. The method is about empowering you. It is not about making you dependent on a practitioner. You know, it is about helping the person take control of their lives in a positive way to the extent that they want to, you know, um, some people want to, some people start to see, un- understand things. They have insights. Oh, okay. I see, I see what I need to do here, you know, and I'm willing, you know, I'm willing to do it, you know, but, and others are not so re- ready for that. And that's okay. You know, whatever, whatever, wherever you are, that's, that's where we start from. So I said a lot there. Uh, maybe, maybe this, maybe you brought up something for you about you know what your experiences of sessions were like. Well, it, the thought that occurred to me as you were talking was really, um, I guess I would say it, it feels like a, a a pathway to freedom um, because in owning one's own set of traits, characteristics, behaviors, understanding better how, you know, how certain patterns got established and being able to see connections differently. I mean, you know, you pointed out in a session to me that I was like thinking about something in a way I really had no idea that I was like, you know, worried about something um, that was very positive in my life, but that was causing me certain stress because I felt like I didn't deserve to have the happiness. And I I had no idea I was doing that and that that was connecting to some symptoms. I mean, so, you know, understanding that that's what's happening, that like I'm subconsciously doing that to my, I mean, it just feels like, oh my gosh, what a relief to know. Um, And again, like something like that, there's no other way I would have ever figured that out because consciously I wasn't aware. And so, you know, for a therapist to work on that with me, I mean, if I have no idea, it's really hard for them to figure it out. Um, so, so it just feels so freeing. Um, and it's such a, it's a release. It's a, an emotional release, a mental release, a physical release. Like I can feel my body relaxing when we get to some of these things. Cause it's like, Oh, I didn't realize I was holding tension or stress around certain things. And like, I can just, I can let it go and I can, and that frees me up to 
focus on all kinds of other things and and move in other directions that are much more positive rather than, you know, again, ways in which my subconscious mind is holding on to things, um, again, to protect me, I'm sure, but it just doesn't quite work out that way. And instead, it winds up causing, you know, harms. Um, so yeah, I just feel like it's, it's a, it's a path to, to freedom, to be able to direct one's energies and life in a, in a different way and, and own things differently. And then also, I mean, I don't know, but it's like, well, then if, you know, there are real physical things that do happen in our bodies that aren't necessarily all related to this, but then it's like, at least you feel, okay, I know, <laughs> like I have a real physical symptom I need to really address. I feel like, you know, that can also be empowering in a situation and in, in a medical context um, where have more clarity, I guess. And, you know, I understand better what some of the other symptoms are and that will free me up to understand different ones if they happen to arise over time. Right. I mean, you know, when you're having a heart attack, you don't want the MAT method. You want the ambulance, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I will be the first one to say this is not for everything, but as you described before, it's those chronic, it's the chronic symptoms, right? That, you know, so you know, Western medicine is fantastic when it comes to acute situations. The chronic symptoms are often where they, the, the, the toolbox doesn't include enough. And even, you know, you mentioned, you know, therapy, like even talk therapy, wonderful though it is, it just doesn't seem to go deep enough, quickly enough for people to experience resolution of some of the blocks and barriers subconsciously, right, that need to be cleared so that health can be restored. You know, um, as we've been talking, I've been thinking about this, this quote from the spiritual writer, Caroline Miss. She says, your biography becomes your biology. Mm -hmm. And I... I think that's very true in a way, you know, I, this is what I see <laughs> day in and day out working with clients is that it is about our experiences in life. It is about how we perceive the, the meaning, the significance that we give to those experiences. And sometimes we don't even know what that is on a conscious level, as you said, because it's just our reality, right? I mean, it's hard to be objective about your own reality, right? Who can do that? <laughs> That's the advantage of working with a practitioner. It's like the practitioner can help you, you know, is observing, is listening, is looking for the patterns. And when you have a lot of experience doing this, you start to pick up on them more quickly. I, I start to see things in people because you know this this is this is what i do and so it is helpful just to have that other perspective not that i'm ever putting something on someone else i'm not i am not trying to i'm not here to be right right i i'm here to offer opinions and perspectives and you choose you know it's up to, it's, it's always your choice what you what resonates with you you know often i'm i'm like putting things out there and then and I'm waiting to see, you know, what really resonates with you, because that helps me figure out like, oh, yes, we need to go more in this direction, or it's more about this than that. And so that that is, you know, that helps us to guide the sessions too. 
It has been remarkable uh, for me, my experience working with you, it's been remarkable um, the things that you've offered, the insights that you've offered. And I mean, how fast and deep and I mean, on the money, really, you know, they have felt. And I mean, I remember, I think it was our second session, you started asking me about, you know, what happened when I was six, and I had no idea. And a couple of weeks later, we had another session, and I thought about it for two weeks, like, what happened when I was six? I had no idea. I couldn't think of anything that happened when I was six. But then in the third session, you, you know, six came up again, and you didn't remember that you had said something about being six to me. But I sure did, because I had been thinking for a couple of weeks about what, what, you know, and then in that moment, in that session, all of the sudden, I remembered something that happened when I was six that made so much sense as being the root of this pattern that I had established of, you know, subverting my own needs because of something that was going on in my family when I was six years old that, I mean, had not registered in my conscious mind in a way that even over two weeks thinking about it, it came up to me, but was a major experience that I don't really remember, but makes, anyway, it made so much sense. So something like that was like, I would have taken me forever. I never would have come up with that, right? So, but but it, it makes so much sense and it really helps. And again, like that part of like owning my pattern and feeling empowered by it, not victim to it. You know, it's like, I can empathize with a six-year-old who made that decision that established a framework and a set of wiring and a pattern that I then continued to operate with my whole life. And I can own that that's my choice and my pattern and that I was six years old and that there's really nothing I could expect my six-year-old self to do. So again, in that way, right, it, like, it feels good to understand like, oh, you know, I just can have empathy and compassion for myself and feel like own it. It's mine. I did it. I continue to do it and I don't have to continue to do it. I can, like you're saying, I can make a different choice now, fully appreciating like why I made the choices I did and what the results were. And um, yeah, and then it just feels good. Like, oh, that's so great. It feels really good to understand it, to own it and to be able to shift it as I want to now in order to serve me better and relieve some of those health issues that I associate with that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a perfect example. So the practitioner is like, not just listening to you consciously, right? The practitioner has been trained. Map practitioners are trained to use their intuition to help you find root causes. And so, you know, you're talking about this episode in, at age six, what people don't understand is that the brain is very much like a computer, you know, and our experiences early in life, especially when we're young, this can happen at any point during during life as well. Our response to stressful situations, to traumas, right? It kind of sets a neurological pattern of dealing with things. Um, as you said, a framework, right? A structure, a conditioned behavior, a pattern. It it is amazing how those early experiences can establish a pattern that will follow you through life because you don't even realize you're running that program. That's become part of the operating system of your mind. And until you get to a point where you can see it, and it's also interesting that you talked about, you know, for two weeks, you couldn't think of what the memory was, but then when we were 
together again, all of a sudden the memory came up. And this also is something I see in sessions because there is a there is kind of a connection being made between the practitioner's subconscious mind and the client's subconscious mind that just helps. It it just it's just a, like a like I don't know, plugging into a battery or something. I don't know. It just seems to help bring things to mind, insights, perspectives, memories, new ways of seeing things that doesn't happen just on your own. You know, it, it yeah, there, there is something about the relationship between the practitioner and the client that just makes that easier in a session. That again, you know, these are these are things that are special about the MET method that can help a person find those root causes. And then once you have, it's like, oh, that pattern can be changed. I don't have to live by that. You know, it's like a going in and making a bug fix in the operating system of your mind. I mean, we're familiar with this when it comes to our smartphones or our computers, but we can also do this, you know, with the programming of the subconscious mind. We can decide, I don't want to live like that anymore. I want to live like this. And I'm not saying it happens in one session. It is something that we can work on. Sometimes those same decisions have been made over several, you know, several different situations have contributed to it. So it can, it can take more than one session for sure, but that's hope, right? I mean, things that you didn't even realize were patterns that didn't have to be there anymore, you know, and now can be changed. So that's part of the work that we can do with map sessions. So again, you know, like maybe you can talk a little bit about, would you recommend this as a method to other people and what kinds of people, what kinds of issues or situations from what you know, just after four sessions? <laughs> <laughs> from my very limited knowledge <laughs> at this point I feel like I recommend it to everybody because I mean we all carry even just even for people without physical symptoms we all carry those um, the emotional wiring um, and I think for most of us particularly in in our society as we've been living in, you know here most people, I think, have some kind of emotional, mental wiring that is not serving them well um, that they could work on and that could be relieved. So, I mean, I know there are many people in my life I'm, you know, thinking could really benefit. And then certainly, I mean, obviously for people who are having physical symptoms, but, and I think there was a session where you, you know, you said something to me like, you know, I would say I'm I'm a highly sensitive, empathic person. And, you know, living in this culture is challenging as that. I don't know what would it be like in other cultures. I do think some cultures, you know, are better suited to people like me than, than maybe this one is and has been. But I don't know that to be true because I don't have another experience. But um, I do think for people like me, this is a really helpful method because, I think if you're sensitive and empathic, um, it you know you are absorbing a lot of things that are happening in your world, whether you have your own you know highly traumatic life experiences or not. But just living in the world can be traumatic in a way for for people um, like that. And so I feel like you know looking into it and sort of even if it were just a kind of a house cleaning um, 
could be helpful for people before symptoms appear, because I think it is really hard to be in the world having, you know, challenging experiences is if you're a sponge for all the harms and hurts and pain that anyone might be experiencing or that we're socially constructing, um, that there's, there's a lot. And there's clearly a lot of people struggling now, particularly after COVID. And, you know, we're seeing it more and more. So um, I feel like there are so many people holding so much that trying this as an approach to see whether it can help to create that feeling of empowerment of being able to approach life uh, consciously um, from a perspective of feeling more whole, I guess I would call it, um, and being able to be oneself in the world more comfortably and confidently and peacefully. And I and and I know we had talked about, you know, that relationship between um chronic issues and certain personality types like mine. And and that I do feel like appreciating how it does and doesn't serve oneself is really helpful and being able to then have better boundaries. I mean, things again that you know you can work on in therapy, but until you embody it, it's very hard to do. Like someone could tell me you you should have better boundaries. <laughs> and I could say, well, I hear you, but I don't know what it feels like. I don't know how to, I mean, I feel like that makes more like it may, it's more um, an embodied sense of what that is now in a different way where I can make those choices. Again, it's making choices. It's not becoming cut off to the world. It's not no longer absorbing the pain of other people, but it's making more conscious choices about it. Um, I feel like that's what this method is helping me to grow into. I can't say that, I mean, I, I think that your materials suggest that there are people for whom this method isn't as helpful. Um, and that's part, you know, I don't really know. So for me, I just feel like, oh gosh, it feels like it could help everybody as we're sort of struggling um, right now, basically as a society and, and globally um, with all kinds of issues. Uh, we're living in kind of a cruel moment really in history, socially, politically, and so I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of subconscious, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be in that all the time. And uh, more tools for more of us, I think, is part of the answer to creating that better world, better society. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know, I do think that there are some, there's a small percentage of people that don't benefit from the MAP method, about two or 3% of the people that come to do an introductory session. They just won't, they just can't quite get there. We can usually suss that out in one session. So, I mean, it, it's worth trying. And like I said before, it usually usually within three sessions, people are completely, they, they can see the benefits of the method for them, even if they don't have the same trajectory that you do, right? They can, they are feeling emotional and mental shifts that are very positive and very welcome. And then and, and they know, okay, this is something that I think I need to keep doing, right? I, I'm going to stick with this. Other people may choose to pursue another method of working with their mind. But I hope that no matter what your, your experience of those first three sessions is, that you learn the power of the mind. Even if the MAP method is not your preferred method of working with your mind, it's totally fine. But don't forget about the power of the mind. The power of the subconscious mind is something that we haven't fully grasped as a society. And 
when you're that person, especially the sensitive person, right? And you find yourself grappling with physical issues, mental issues, emotional issues, even just painful, you know, relationship issues or painful emotional memories that you would like to be more at peace with. This is certainly something that has something to offer, I think. So thank you, Wendy. I really appreciate you joining me to have this conversation today and sharing some of your experiences with uh, Matt Method. My pleasure. Thank you. I'm incredibly grateful to you for the work that you do. And thank you for the introduction to the method. And I, it's, it's a gift to get to work with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that people find this conversation helpful in just helping them decide if it's something they would like to try. Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Neural Retraining podcast. Please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, or Stitcher. Check out our free courses about the MAP method, how it works, and how we use it for mind-body healing at mapforhealth.us or schedule your introductory session at mindremapforhealth.com. Until the next time. Be well and flourish. Content of this podcast, copyright 2023 by Twin Cities Neural Retraining. Music by Barbara Benn.